0: Hey what's up guys it's me Lori and it's been a while but I have yet another guest for you and this one um, is someone I'm really excited about because she is sort of the person who inspired me to get on YouTube Um, and um, her name's LJ or do you prefer Latasha or LJ? Yeah
1: so my name's Latasha but you can call me LJ for short.
0: Okay, cool. So Latasha is working in social media, has done, uh, you know, started a successful career um, and also, you know, has her own channel, which you guys should check out. And I'll leave a link below in the description box. But LJ, do you want to sort of start off and just talk about what you do day to day and how you balance that YouTube and, uh, you know, the day job life?
1: Yeah, so I work in social media for a major company here in Metro Detroit, and um, I'm a social media community manager, so I do just a lot of stimulating conversations online and um, doing some content creation and things like that for them, but I also do run my own business and take my own clients and everything too, doing the same thing, doing social media management and community management, content creation online writing, kind of a little bit of everything, um, as well as my YouTube channel and my blog. So have a lot of my plate, but it's really, it's a, it's something that I really love doing. So honestly, it doesn't really feel like work a lot of the times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I do a lot of work at night and on the weekends and everyone's like, Oh my goodness, you're going to go crazy. Like working so much, but I would be doing that stuff anyway, especially with YouTube. I mean, YouTube is like my creative outlet and kind of Mm -hmm. my social time. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, how how did you decide that you wanted to do all of this?
1: Uh, Honestly, I was like a MySpace kid back in the day. I know a lot of younger people probably don't even know what that is. But back in the day when I was like 12 and 13, I was just obsessed with MySpace. I actually saved up my own money to buy my own computer. My mom... We never had a computer in my mom's house or anything like that. And one of my uncles, he died and he left us like a tiny bit of money. So I saved up all my money, bought my own computer because I really wanted to be on MySpace. And like everybody in school was on MySpace and I just wanted to do it so bad. And I became completely obsessed.
0: Wow, how much money did you have to save for that?
1: (laughs) It was like $800. Like back in the day, buying a computer was so much more expensive, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I saved up my money, bought my, or uh, was on MySpace all the time. I through that I discovered like LiveJournal and Zanga and just all of these online communities that were so cool, and I felt really accepted in. I was very much. Um, like a wallflower and I was like super into like black metal and like super goth and just like did not fit in at all. Oh
0: really? So really? Yeah. You should post photos
1: of your goth days. Everybody <laughs> says that and I, can, I swear I cannot find very many at all but I'll have to yeah the ones that I do have. But yeah so it was just cool finding like communities that I actually fit in and that I had a voice in and so that's really where my obsession with social media kind of started.
0: I see and at what point did you realize that maybe this could be a career?
1: That's a good question. I don't think that I realized that for a long time. I mean I worked in retail and just your average like college jobs and high school jobs and stuff like that and um, I guess it I guess it was probably in retail. I worked at Victoria's Secret for a while and that's when I started to kind of get a feel for what marketing was and how it was all related and how social media Victoria's Secret does a great job with social media so I was like maybe I could do that. (laughs) Like I clearly don't want to work in a store for the rest of my life, but maybe I could do something like that. So I started to get a feel for the business side of things. Um, and then really it was YouTube that helped really, um, get me started like freelancing and doing it for my, for myself because I started YouTube when I was, I want to say I was like 21 or 22. Uh, so I was almost done with school and I just did it just, For fun, like I didn't really know there was this whole economy behind it and that there was so much to it or that you could really even make money on it but I just started it and the more that I did YouTube the more I realized that there were all these like entrepreneurs kind of coming out of that and making something more out of their channel and I figured I'd just give it a try so that's kind of how I ended up here
0: I see and when you started that YouTube channel was the intention always to be a beauty channel
1: like I said, I truly had no rhyme or reason for it. Like I just, so what happened was I, it was uh, winter break. I think it was like my sophomore or junior year of college and winter break. And I was just like, you know how you just go down one of those internet holes when you have a lot of time on your hands. And I ended up finding a Bethany Moda video. It was like her best of 2012 or whatever year it was tag. And so that was beauty focus, I guess. Um, Cause you like share, you like share your, top beauty products of the year or whatever. And I was like, that looks cool. I guess I'll do one. Yeah. Um, so I was never like, I don't know. It, it wasn't, it was more of just a lifestyle channel, I guess. It's, I that's see. kind of how I always started because I've always been into like beauty and fashion, but I've never been, like I never wanted to be a makeup artist or like be in the fashion industry. So I kind of, it's just like one facet of my life, I guess.
0: Right, right. So did you study anything related in college?
1: Um, I actually went to school for political science and film, video, and media studies. So oh, I double cool. major. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh, that sounds. <laughs> but it's like a fun double major. It sounds like one side is super creative and the other side is very analytical.
1: Yeah, I actually, when I was in school, I really wanted to work in the news. I really wanted to be um, like a broadcaster. Uh huh. But yeah, I don't anymore. <laughs> Did I change my mind really quickly on that? Why is that? The more that I. Um. I just, I really don't like the news per se, like, and kind of what it's become. I just think it's so, uh, I don't know, it's hard to find a lot of truth in it. And I feel like if I wanted to um, do the kind of news that I would really want to do, which is like honest reporting, I would have to do it like start my own publication or something like that and that just seems like way too complicated and like I would struggle financially for a long time right although you do technically have
0: your own publication you have a YouTube channel
1: (laughs) that's true that's true and that's like the coolest thing about YouTube and just this whole digital space we're in I, I think that we can just share our own voices yeah and uh not have like corporate money behind it or anything like that we have our own freedom so it's really cool
0: yeah. And as like a consumer actually, I'm curious since you you wanted to be in news like do you not watch traditional media for your news anymore? Like do you do you look at alternative sources?
1: Yeah. I I mean I I haven't had cable since I moved out of my mom's house when I was 18, so I mean any little bits of news like mainstream news that I do catch are from the internet or you know, yeah, really, from the internet is the only way that I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like my number one source of news—and don't get me wrong—I go back and fact check this stuff. But number one initial source is like Twitter. Honestly, I mean that's where I found out about any major thing that's happened in the news right. in the past few years is through Twitter. I hear about it on Twitter first, and then I go, you know, obviously go to like a reputable source and right. fact check it and stuff. But
0: right. Yeah. That's cool yeah same here I feel like if you follow the right people on social media mm-hmm. then they're talking about stuff before it even hits the news sometimes
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah so so when you decided that you sort of maybe wanted to pursue the business side of, of, of um, marketing and everything um, how did you transition into that like what did you what was your first step
1: yeah my first step was just to get some kind of experience I think that's the hardest thing for everybody is like okay this is what I want to do but I need I need experience so I just went on to some freelancing boards um, some online talent talent communities and basically took like the first gig that I could get just to get something under my belt um, and the ways that a lot of the way that a lot of these uh, websites work is you kind of have to have like an established profile and things like that so I just wanted to like take something show that I could do it and start building up my client list from there. So I actually got a writing job was my first, my first job. I got like um, a long-term assignment to be a blogger for an education website, which was really awesome. And honestly, looking back, I got really lucky cause I know a lot of people looking to start freelancing, start their own business. Like they don't get that lucky to get, an, an actual cool assignment like right. because i had pretty pretty much creative brains to just write about whatever i wanted as long as i could put like an educational tie back to it so i wrote a lot about film and you know digital media and marketing and stuff like that so that was that's really cool.
0: cool and did they yeah. ask you like for because um, that was like your fir- was that your first writing gig yes and yep. did they and so did they ask you for anything or they were just like okay with a sample or something like that
1: yeah, well, I guess I should have mentioned going back to I've always had a blog. I've had a blog, like I said, I was obsessed with MySpace and like right. Journal and Vanga, and um, so I think I started honestly. I started my first blog when I was probably like fourteen, I want to say. Um, now it's never been super serious or anything like that, but I did have some good pieces that I could share with them. Um, I used to do like music reviews and stuff like that a lot, um, or like movie reviews because I was in film school. So I think that's what I shared with them for my writing samples. And then I also shared a couple of school papers that I did.
0: Okay, that's cool. I mean, that's good to know. I think a lot of people don't even sort of like know where to start. So did you send Mm -hmm. them the URL to your blog or did you just send them the, the text of the stuff you were proud of?
1: I think back then I shared just the text Uh Because, like I said back then, I was not super serious at all, so I really had to like cherry pick. Yeah. Nowadays, I'll share my blog, and I've kind of cleaned up my blog to make it a little bit more.
0: Right. It's still me,
1: and it's still personal, but a little bit more professional and put together. But yeah, I think back then I just shared the text.
0: Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I'm curious too. Like, how do you balance that? So, do you feel like since now you work with social media, but you also personally like it, do you have to, kind of, you know, basically keep it clean and censor yourself a little bit? so that yeah, it's that's, professional?
1: Yeah, that's such a good question. It's a constant battle for me in my mind. Because sometimes I'm just like, I'm a normal person, I can post whatever I want. Like we live in America. But then other times I'm like, but you also kind of have to operate as a brand. I know that sounds so messed up. And like, I don't know, I, I have issues with that. But it's it's true. Like I do have to operate as a brand. So I don't know, I, I just a lot of what I do in business. This sounds really silly, but it's really just has to do with my intuition and, you know, going with my gut for a lot of things. So if there's an issue that I'm extremely passionate about and that, like, I feel like I am being called to speak about, I will. But for the most part, I try to keep things pretty, you know, pretty just PC and pretty uh, keep my opinions out of a lot of things unless it's something very serious.
0: Right, right. Interesting. Have you ever, like, actually mm-hmm. talked to an employer about that? Or do you just sort of do it on your own? Like, the, those decisions?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's different for my day job. Like, I can never go onto a corporate Twitter account and start making, like, these big, you know, statements yeah. about current affairs and stuff like that. But for my own business, like, absolutely. Like, the things that I do in my personal brand, I just do what's in my heart, I guess.
0: I see. Okay, cool. And even though you have like clients that might have different brands and interests, like you can, it's still more about your personal brand than about theirs, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. And that's the other thing that's so great about working for yourself is you are empowered to choose who you work with, you know, and I would never work with a brand that is completely opposite to my core beliefs. Um, in terms of like humanity in terms of like a, a brand that was racist or sexist or homophobic or something like that. Like I just would never, I know that we wouldn't be a great fit. Yeah.
0: And yeah. so
1: any, any grand like political statements or whatever that I would would make for the most part, my clients are like, yeah, totally. We agree with you.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So that's cool. That's good to yeah. know. And yeah. there are, uh, cause sometimes what I think is like a lot of brands may not be um, like it's not that they're racist, but mm-hmm. they don't want. They're like afraid to offend racists. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> totally, totally.
0: So yeah, uh,
1: yeah, and like like I said, I mean, obviously for for a client's brand or for my job's brand or something, I'm not gonna go post something that has my personal beliefs written all over it. But for my own personal brand, yeah, like that's totally fine. And
0: I it's like it's a good filter a too, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah definitely.
0: And So in terms of like starting your own business, um, I mean you've you've done this for a long time even before your current job, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I started um, I want to say like my junior year of college. I think yeah,
0: uh-huh And you've been continuously building that up is the goal to like do that exclusively or what, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah, it's I'm in a weird place because people ask me that a lot and honestly I'm so happy with what I'm doing right now I don't have any plans to to go one way or the other um I think a lot of people expect me to just because like I said they're like don't you like work all the time but <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy with it and it's you know working in corporate and working freelance they both actually complement each other um I take things from my day job back to my freelancing every single day and vice versa I think a lot of things that I've learned just from trying on my own helped me so much with my career and, you know, my day job. So for now, I'm just, I'm just kind of going with the flow. Um, I will say it's really nice to have the ability to freelance and to work for yourself because, you know, nothing's ever guaranteed, like who knows what could happen tomorrow with my job and you hear about people losing their jobs all the time. and. Uh, it's just things are very uncertain, so it's good to always have a backup um, and a second income that, you know, I know if, God forbid, that did happen tomorrow, I would, wouldn't have to worry about paying my bills or, right, you know, right. whatever.
0: And what do you think about the prospects of the industry you're in? Because, like, I, you know, you started, you were sort of really into social media early on, and I think these days there's probably a lot of young people out there who... Are more aware that social media can be a career Um, yeah do you do you think it's like too saturated like do you think there's still room for for people to to do what you do
1: yeah I don't think so I I totally see what you're saying and I know that's a concern for a lot of people Um, but I think that people that businesses are still having a hard time understanding Uh, the importance of social media, so you'll run across a ton of business owners who are still doing their own social media, or who, you know, they have one person who works 10 hours a week doing their social media, and so there's still a lot of work that we have to do as social media professionals to, like, there's a lot of untapped markets, I guess is what I'm trying to say. There's, There's still a lot of people who could benefit from our services that aren't taking advantage of it, So I think that's really like the next phase is, okay, we know how to do social media. We know how to, we've perfected the art of the Facebook ad, like whatever. But now we need to become better marketers for ourselves and better salespeople to like really sell our industry and prove how much we can really change the way that business owners do business and um, show them how much more time that they can have and things like that. So yeah, I think that there's definitely room for... For everybody who wants to do it, but you got to put in the work to do it for sure.
0: Right, right. You got to get your hustle on, like Latasha.
1: <laughs> yes, totally. It's not. Um, it's not easy.
0: Yeah, I know. You seem. It seems like you probably work seven days a week between all the things that you do.
1: Yeah, uh, like I said, yeah. <laughs> about like I do a lot of a lot of work on the nights and weekends, but it's all about balance and. I definitely have a lot of fun. That's one misconception for sure, is that I'm just like sitting around working all the time and not doing anything else. Like, you know, you gotta make time to relax and to go explore and do the things that you love to do.
0: Yeah. And for those people who might be thinking about doing, like, the corporate route, like, getting a job mm-hmm. with a company, um, what is the sort of trajectory if you enter the company doing something like, you know, you're the resident social media expert, mm-hmm. so, and, you know, like, a lot of these corporations sort of turn to, like, young people to do yeah. th- do that, um, do they have, like, you know, a path laid out ahead of them, like, what is your, like, would you, you know, would you have a goal, like, to be, like, the CMO or something at some point in your career?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I I really like all of the additional marketing experience that I've gotten from my job, just like general marketing, because um, I'm very skilled in social media and there's things like, I never knew how to get a billboard order before and, you know, little things like that and events marketing and things like that I've learned a ton from. so. I think moving up like a next step for a social media manager would probably be just a higher level marketing manager, a general marketing manager, a director of marketing, digital marketing, something like that. Yeah.
0: I see. Mm -hmm. Cool. And what is your day to like, what is your typical day like?
1: (laughs) Um, So I get up, try to get up early. I like to have like an hour to do my own stuff or just to check my own emails, just so I'm not bothered during the work day at all by anything case there's some emergency going on. So yeah, I get up a little early, drink my coffee, go through that stuff, go into the office, usually from like nine to five, eight to four, whatever. Um, and then I come home, I'll eat something small, and then I'll pretty much work until <laughs> the night is over and uh, wake up and do it over again.
0: <laughs> the only wow. difference
1: to that is, is Fridays. I usually on Fridays take the evenings off because I typically work on either Saturday or Sunday or Saturday and Sunday so I usually take Friday evening off and like go to dinner or go do something go to an event or something like that yeah
0: so yeah is that how you unwind like dining out and like just taking the one the one evening for yourself
1: oh my gosh I love food I am like (laughs) a foodie yes um I I love food like it's weird I don't know that's always been something that me and my mom did together we would go out to eat a lot together as like Uh our recreation (laughs) so I think that's just followed me into adulthood and yeah I love going out I am relatively new to my city I live in Detroit and I've been here for about a year and a half but I just moved downtown so I'm still exploring a little bit Mm -hmm. and uh just trying out new things and yeah just love getting out there in the world and seeing what's going on
0: and how so how is it like juggling a relationship and such a hectic work schedule
1: um I think it just has to be an expectation from the start like day one our first day actually the way that we even started dating was from business like we met up to do photography stuff and like he blogging stuff so he has a blog and semi-active social media presence as well so that's how we met up so he already knew like he already knew the deal yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, just setting that expectation, like, Hey, FYI, I work a lot and, you know, you got to kind of respect that. And, um, he is very, he very much brings out the fun in me, I think. And I think vice versa, like I bring out the hustle in him. So I think it works really well. Um, cause he does love to, um, you know, just have fun and play video games <laughs> and go get coffee and like go and I'm very business so it's a good balance but yeah I think the biggest thing is just setting expectations even when we just moved in together like Mondays for me are the craziest days of my entire week because I have just like the start of the week for all my clients for my own for myself for for everything and so you know I just had to let them know FYI Monday like pretty much don't talk to me when I get home (laughs) because, I mean, not don't talk to me, but you know, like I'm going to be very busy, so don't think that I'm ignoring you or, you know, don't, don't get upset about it, but just so you know, like Mondays, we can't really do anything, and he's like, okay, cool, thanks for letting me know, so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just got to set the expectation.
0: It's true. It's like so important to be with a person who understands um, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff because, you know, like people can feel neglected and it's and that becomes an issue. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely.
0: So, yeah, I mean, like, is there any advice that you would give someone who is thinking about getting into this or maybe who's in it and, you know, wondering if there's a future for them?
1: Yeah, I think just... Work hard and take every not don't take every opportunity, but take as many opportunities as you can that are going to be good opportunities for you. Um, just because you know, I wouldn't have gotten my job, like my nine to five job, if I hadn't had freelanced so long before graduating college. I just wouldn't have. Um, and like I said, there's so many things that I learned from my day job that I bring back to my my freelancing. So. Yeah, just take take as many opportunities as you can. Really try to get your voice out there. I think um, content is king. I think that's something really big for people to know too about social is, you know, I think the thing that makes me different to, to, to some of my clients from another social media manager is just that I do have a presence and that I've kind of established myself as, you know, and I hate to use the word expert, but like as somebody who knows what they're talking about, just from all of the content that I put out on the internet. So you know, start a YouTube channel, start a blog, like get your name out there as much as you can. Because I think that's honestly half of the, the, the struggle for becoming a successful freelancer is just becoming known because, um, you know, a lot of the skills, honestly, the skills aren't hard. Like anybody pretty much who can write and read and, you know, knows a general little bit about marketing can be a social media professional it's really not a hard job it's just about the hustle and the grind and uh, getting your name out there those are the hard things
0: well maybe you're not giving yourself enough credit <laughs> <laughs> I mean some people are like really bad at social
1: media. <laughs> I mean <laughs> that's, not okay, that's not true. for their
0: business but you know even on a personal
1: level <laughs> that's true that's true yeah but I think most people who you know if they're just out there thinking you know that's something I really want to explore I think if you have a goal and you know that you want to be a professional in it I think that for most people (laughs) it'll be relatively easy to pick up the actual skills it's more about the other things that are hard
0: right actually you know you left a comment on one of my videos once that was about like whether people should go to college and I thought that was Mm -hmm. interesting so what are your thoughts on that because I know some people that are at a stage of their career where they're deciding what they want to do, they are also facing a lot of college tuition and debt and wondering if it's worth it. So what do you think about that? So
1: yeah, I realized that I was very, very lucky because um, I actually got my college tuition paid for uh, through a scholarship called the Calm's Promise. It's extremely generous, free tuition. So. Had I have not gotten that, I mean, I come from a single parent household, like, that, my mom never went to college, that was never really instilled in me, so I never thought that I would go to college, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm really grateful for my opportunity, and I think if you have an opportunity to, if you're able to financially, I think that it's a good option. I think that you learn so, I mean, I've just learned so much, just my film degree, like everyone's like, oh, you're not in film, but I use that every single day that I put up a YouTube video, um, or help a client or something like that. Um, but in, in my political science degree too, I mean, it's helped me totally understand different kinds of people and different, Uh, just different environments and things like that. But I do think that we live in an age where there's so much knowledge out there as well online that you don't need a degree to do what I'm doing. I mean, you need to be constantly learning though. And you you just have to create those opportunities on your own, I think. I mean, I, I take so many online courses and go on webinars and stuff all the time just because. Like, why not? Why not? try to learn as much as I can.
0: And you're gonna do um, your own, right?
1: Yeah, so I actually have my own course that's that's launching soon, like in the next couple weeks. So I'll make sure to send you the link for that as well if you want, but ajourneys.com slash course is where you can find that. You can sign up for the email list for it. But yeah, things like that are so, so helpful. And I mean, I've taken so, so many courses and so many online trainings and things like that. So yeah I mean if you can't go to college don't sweat it but also don't think that that means you don't have to learn or you don't have to go to school because you're still gonna be going to school or you right. should be right in whatever capacity that you can
0: do you think that going to school also I mean in terms of getting a job not for your own business like does it or even with clients like does it help to have that degree
1: yes definitely I mean I think there's the aspect of um, you know just clients will look at me and think that maybe I am a little bit more knowledge knowledgeable because I went to school because let's face it like nobody likes to talk about it but being a young female there's that always going to be that element of like distrust or like she's not well she doesn't really know what she's talking about that kind of thing yeah yeah um you know, it's I think like, all young people are gonna face that
0: it's like a third party like vetting process kind of
1: yeah totally totally <laughs> so at least having like well, I did go to college, like that
0: at least. <laughs> yeah, it no, it's something. true though, that is the reality. Like even if people, like you said, like even if you can learn everything there is and more outside of school, like it's sort of just like a certification that you, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, which that's a good point. I'm glad you said that word certification too because there are, there are social media like certifications that you can get now um, and just marketing certifications. I know HubSpot's inbound marketing certification has helped me so much. It's a free thing that you can do, Hub, HubSpot Inbound. And it's taught me so much. And it's also, I was reading, or I can't remember who told me this, somebody who I worked for or something told me this, that like that HubSpot Inbound um, certification, only a very, very small percentage of people have that on their LinkedIn profile. And that you get like, I don't remember the statistics, but you get like such higher click through onto your LinkedIn for just for having that. So... You know, things like that, you can still use in place of a degree. Like, don't be discouraged if you can't get a degree. There's other things that you can still get.
0: Cool. Cool. All right. And is there any, like, sort of last words you want to leave people with?
1: <laughs> just learning, keeping up on the latest social media knowledge. Like, read all the blogs, read all all of the social media tools, blogs are, like, my favorite things ever, and just get your name out there, and I think you'll be all right.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I think people will find it really helpful.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Um, Great. So um, thank you guys for watching. Make sure to check out the links below to LJ's course and also to her channel. So I will see you guys next time. Bye.
1: Awesome. Thanks. Bye.